everyone. Welcome to I'm Not a Fan Unless I Have a Podcast. I'm John Hanford, and uh, happy belated Gizmas, or merry belated Gizmas. I, I don't know. It depends with which country you're in, I guess. Um, but uh, anyway, it's great to be back. Um, it's great to be back in Joshua Tree with my new puppy, Clancy, and also her mom. Uh, her mom I am fostering for a little bit until uh, until we can find her a permanent home. Um, but yeah, I did the, uh, the 20 hour drive back from Austin to JT. Um, uh, I guess, yeah, from Christmas Eve through the day after Christmas, uh, it was, uh, it, it was an experience. Um, and I got to bond with these dogs. Uh, so because of all that, um, you know, I haven't been able to, I wasn't able to adhere to the, uh, the Tuesday schedule of this podcast, but you know, who cares? Um, we're getting it done, and uh, this episode I'm actually really excited for because uh, if you recall a few episodes ago, I forget which episode number it is, but um, I was, uh, but but I, I had I had Amber jump on, um, and she's the one who organized the Gizmas uh, Secret Santa uh, gift exchange. So um, I got matched up with this guy Thomas who lives in Boise. Uh, and holy shit, what a great uh, pairing. What a great experience. Amber, thank you so much for, for doing this thing. And, and obviously we're going to have you on, uh, you know, either the next episode or, or, you know, sometime in the near future. Um, and uh, yeah, just because th this was such a cool experience. Um, so what did uh, Thomas get me? Well, first of all, got me Kikigaku Moyo. Masana Temples, um, which uh, is sort of competing with the virtual background here, but uh, y'all know it. Um, so that's straight from uh, Guru Guru Brain, uh, you know, their label in Amsterdam. Um, and I mean, this this whole album, I mean, just the the artwork on it alone is is just nuts, um, you know, on, on both the front and the back and the, uh, I mean, even... The, you know the inner sleeve and giz does this too and that's one of the things that's so fun about giz but like i mean just the artwork that they that they've got going on and with kikigaku is is just one of the seriously some of the coolest shit um it is the back of the of the record sleeve um i mean seriously this is way too intricate for for you to be able to you know check it out over over just zoom but uh i mean what what a cool ass i mean shit there's you know a goddess playing the acoustic guitar uh, a unicorn with some mad teeth that's uh that's playing the the keyboard and i mean seriously i never thought i'd say this but jason galea has got to step it up a little uh <laughs> no but but this was just such a cool gift uh, I wasn't expecting this. I was thinking like, yeah, it'll probably be a Giz record, which, you know, I would have loved to. But uh, yeah, you know, it's not every day that you see Kikagakumoyo in record stores, at least at least where I live. Um, but uh, yeah, so thank you again, Thomas. And, and um, yeah, so well, this is basically Thomas's intro because he's my guest today. Uh, but in addition to that, he also made this um, uh, pick guard for uh, for Fender Stratocaster, he just, I guess he did a um, uh, an oil, or I'm not sure what type of paint, but he probably did like some kind of pour over this. And uh, yeah, I mean it's just a really cool thing, and I can't wait to put it on 
uh, my Stratocaster. Um, and then I, what did I send him uh, in lieu of these uh, <laughs> seriously over the top gifts? I, I, I love this. Um, I got him uh, Krungbin's Mordecai record uh, that was released this year. Um, and uh, fortunately that's one that he was, uh, you know, that he had been seeking to add to his collection for quite some time and wasn't able to. So uh, I was able to come through. Anyway, um, what am I doing? I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Uh, you know, got my coffee going. Uh, brain's running at full speed. I've got dogs. Uh, I'm a little loopy. But, um, and I'm just overcome with, I mean, just gratitude for for how this gizmos went. Um, and also, you know, since this is going to be the last episode of the year, of, of this shit show of a year. Um, and, uh, you know... But I, I, I think 2021 is going to have plenty more where that came from. So uh, it's going to be more podcasts for me. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to, to find a way to, um, you know, change it up, do something, you know, keep, keep, do something to keep this fresh. Uh, you know, whether it's with this podcast or other things I've got going on, um, you know, I'm, I'm going into the new year with uh, uh, with goals in mind. Uh, and I you know, regardless of whatever situation you're in, I think it's really important to uh, make goals for yourself as well. Um, and, uh, you know, make a vision board too. Like, like that's something I did. I've got mine in the corner. Um, I think I showed it on a few, a few episodes ago, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, I, I, I think there's a lot that can be achieved. Um, if you, if you just find something you know, like even if it's just a thought or a notion, just write it down and just put it somewhere uh, where you're going to see it. Like you might find that that shit comes true and it's just a cool little thing. OK, I'm, I'm done being all uh, <laughs> hippy dippy. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, so I, I'm just grateful that this that this podcast um, uh, came about this year and, and that I've you know that now we're 47 episodes deep and that's seriously pretty cool because 47 uh was you know that's my birthday april 7th also uh 47 is the number that i wear uh or that i wore when i when i played competitive softball so um yeah anyway 47 is is like my it's my favorite number it's my birth date so uh okay now we're seriously getting into some uncharted waters uh let's get right into this episode before i lose y'all uh without further ado guys let's welcome Thomas to this podcast. Owen's from Salt Lake on the Rat's Nest tour. Oh, sick. Uh, that was like, oh man. I think it was like, it was only like three or four days after the album came out. And so, but like my buddy Cage um, convinced me to, cause like I, don't, I, I was like skeptical about going to the show at first and like, I'm really glad that I went. <laughs> yeah. Why were you skeptical? Like, I don't, I don't even know. I was just like, I don't know if I was like in the mood. Cause I don't think I was like super in, like, I don't, wasn't like super into the giz at the time or whatever, but, um, or I wasn't like initially, I wasn't initially like a fan of like the, the, the thrash stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then like, I don't know. My my friend was just like, oh, it's, it was only like thirty bucks, but we had to like drive, like, but it's only like four hour drive, four four or five hours, and so we went, and it was just like a great time. Um, I got 
I had like bruises all over my body at the end. I don't like. Yeah, it was, I could, it was crazy. Yeah, so so you you were in the pit with the poster, with the yeah. I was on the so I was on the barricade, and so I like put it in front of the barricade, and I was like, okay, I think it'll be safe there. But um, there was a lot of like there was understandably a lot of moshing, and lots of bodies flying, and I think like <laughs> like after the show, I noticed like on the back there's like a blood stain. And it's like, I don't know who that's from. <laughs> Ooh, NGRI. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so it's just like, like, oh man, that's so funny. But um, yeah, it's not mine. But like I could barely like move my arms or my body after it was crazy. It was a wild show. Sure sounds like it. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, th- thanks for uh, so like I I've rec- I started recording just as you started talking about the uh, the poster. Uh, so oh, thanks okay, for coming cool. on the podcast. Um, yes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like I, I I do a little intro before before this, but um, yeah. Uh, Sorry, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I mean like like I I pre like I record it separately and then it goes oh, okay. before, but um, mm-hmm. uh, just. So you know what I will be saying saying in okay, the intro. Cool. Um, cool. You know we, we know each other from the gift exchange, the uh, the Gizmus, uh, uh, Secret Santa, and and holy hell, dude! Like you you went above and beyond with the, with, with these gifts. Like you got me the um, mm-hmm. Masana Temples, which I mean that's such a good album. Um, has, mm-hmm. like and, and just like the inner artwork is is incredible. Um, mm-hmm. you just got all these stickers out the ass, the record exchange. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, that's, yeah. Like, so that's, yeah, that's the, that's the store I work at. And so I just like wanted, I wanted to throw those in there. Um, much appreciated. They'll go right on, uh, right onto my bumper sticker or right onto sure. my bumper. Well, um, it's sure. 2007 Subaru. So it's, you gotta nice. have this. The stickers have it, it's gotta be there. The, yeah, the stickers maintain the car's value at this point. Uh, Amazing. <laughs> um, but that also it made this um, Fender yeah, Stratocaster. Yeah, I, I forgot which color I sent you because I had like that one, and then I have another one. Um, and that one, the other one is like purple and green. It's really weird. Oh, that's but, cool. Yeah, I was trying to. I was trying to like think of because you have like the sunburst one, right? Is what yeah. You said? Okay. I was trying to think of like what would go good with a sunburst because mine is like just like all white. Uh-huh. So I feel like that's like easier to to pair that with as opposed to like a sunburst. But you'll you'll definitely have to like show me that when you when you if you if you put it on. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm definitely looking to put it on. Uh, you know, once I get you know once I get the guitar set up next, which yeah. I think it's due for. Um, but uh, yeah, and and even if not, like. You know, because like I, I did put it on the guitar just to like see, uh, you know, how, how it would look, and it looked pretty mm-hmm. sick. Um, but I'm okay. also, but I've also been thinking about, uh, uh, you know, getting another guitar that I turn into a microtonal one. Um, that, oh, and in that case, I would 100 percent put that person? thing right on. Are we the same person right now? Because like, yeah, I'm, we're like... yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like, is that just like one of the stages of being a King Gizzard fan is just yeah. wanting to make the microtonal guitar? Yeah, I mean, I I think it's uh, I mean, because it, it's such a cool thing that they that they did in the first place. The fact that you mm-hmm. know they they took it upon themselves to you know go to their luthier friend, and uh, just you know make new fretboards and put them on their old guitars. Like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, th- that just sounds like a really fun project anyway. Um, yeah, I, like, and I wonder like how hard that is. Like, it doesn't seem like super hard to add like 
extra frets, you know, but I guess yeah. it's just like where you place them. Yeah, I, I think matters most. Yeah, I mean, the, the, even the placement isn't that hard. Like, like you just have to get the, um, like you have to get like a fret ruler and everything, and uh, mm-hmm. and and then I guess um, and then a fret hammer to actually hammer the the things in. But mm-hmm. and then you, I would assume you'd also need to make the grooves for the frets in the existing fretboard. It might yeah. actually be easier just to make just to like get a new neck. And uh, and just like make your Honestly, own fretboard and, from scratch. and just like install it install yeah. it onto the body yeah yeah it's a bolt neck it's easy enough and <laughs> yeah um, that's basically what I did like with my two guitars I just like got different necks because one of them was like super warped oh so yeah I had to like I had to like switch it but yeah nice dude um well yeah so you know you mentioned like you were it took you a little while to get into the rat's nest stuff mm-hmm. um but like when did you start listening to Giz? I started, um, I think the first one I heard was like a couple songs off Nautagon Infinity, I think. Um, But I think I'm trying to remember, like, I don't remember exactly when I started like listening to them, but I'm trying to like kind of remember the order of like, of like which albums I listened to. It was probably like Nautagon and then um, like Mind Fuzz probably was next i love mine yeah um yeah. that's the at that at that salt lake show they're like guitar tech through the set list out and i just like i snatched it out of the air oh sick and yeah and so that's the one i keep it in that one and that's the it's the uh is it newberry comics one the like the like half splatter half solid one or oh, okay I, I i'm honestly not sure of all the different variants i just got the mm-hmm. um I think I got the ATO version, so it's just black vinyl. (laughs) Okay, yeah, special to mine. Yeah, I love. Yeah, Um, so yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, Sorry, I I got a couple dogs over here. Oh no, you're okay. I was trying. I'm trying to remember the question, but I remembered. Um, So like, um, after Mind Fuzz. Oh, hello, doggy. Yeah. Hey, Clancy, say hi. What's his name? Clancy. (laughs) Yeah, Clancy. Oh, hi, Clancy. Yeah, it's, a, it's a girl. I just gave her a bath today, oh. so she's soft. She's uh, so cute. <laughs> what kind of dog is she? Uh, I think she's a um, a black mouth cur. They're a, they're a hunting dog that's like native to the southern U.S. Um, I just got back from Texas a couple days ago, uh, okay, cool. where, where I rescued her from. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, she just she and her mom, who I also have here, uh, they were just found on the side of the road um abandoned like two weeks ago so then uh yeah so my my friend's friend took them to my friend's house since he had a garage and then uh yeah he he posted a picture on facebook just like hey i I need some people to adopt these dogs and i was like all right look at these eyes clancy show show me your eyes for the effect (laughs) give me your eyes yeah oh so i i just saw her and i was like you don't know how like old she is or anything um the the vet estimated uh like at at this point she's like nine weeks um nine weeks okay yeah uh so so like she's she just started teething uh i love (laughs) her i love her already right um so it it was a soft spot for dogs yeah it was just like a a love at first sight thing so i was like i'll 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 drive 20 Mm. hours each way (laughs) Um, worth it She's totally probably she's probably worth it yeah um so but back to yeah. giz <laughs> back to giz yes sorry um so from the mind fuzz i think from that is then when i probably listened to flying microtonal banana after that 
and that's when I I think after that is when I was like this is insane yeah this music I mean and and, and I was the same way with with playing Microtonal Banana like that was that was sort of the album that just hooked me and I think part of that is just Mm -hmm. because it sounds pretty hypnotic anyway um but uh but then like uh, you know on of course on the bag that you put Masana Temples in uh I'm assuming that you drew this I did yes yeah I, I might need to uh Okay, yeah, there we go. There, there we go. There you go, kind of, yeah. Almost. Maybe yeah. just the microphone out of the way. There it is. Yeah. So you drew the, yeah. the cover for it. I drew that um, just because like um so at the record store I work at, um, we have like a capacity of people that can come in. And so I like we have like a door person and I get a lot of door shifts. So like I just like for that, yeah. So that was for I think what is that? Like what does that say? Like September? uh yeah yes or it was yeah september 26th the record store day yeah so that was the second record store day they did this year and um me and one of my other co-workers just or a couple of my co-workers just like when we're on door shifts we like we just draw on the bags and then like you know give them out to people or use them for something and so i like to yeah i like to i like to draw album covers on the bags and so i was I, i tried i did the microtonal banana one I have a, I did the Tame Impala like EP, like the the self-titled EP mm-hmm. and it's like hanging on my wall over here. Nice. Off, off screen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you like that because yeah, that was definitely yeah. like my favorite one that I did. Yeah. Well, and, and so was this also your first year doing the, uh, the gift exchange? Yes. Yeah. Yes, well, I, yeah. I remember like seeing it last year and um and i was like oh that looks fun i want to do that yeah <laughs> i try to get I, I try to get my buddy cage to do it and cage is the one that convinced me to to go see them live yeah so, yeah did, did, did cage end up doing it uh he didn't but okay. i'll get him next year hopefully i can get him next year yeah uh <laughs> for for sure I, I i did catch that by the way it's just Clancy over here is chewing yeah. up my suitcase. So yeah. Um, yeah, no, you're you're good. Yeah, you're totally but good. Um, but yeah, I, I so also this thank fr- you. Sorry, thank you for the Mordecai, by the way. I oh yeah, to- well I was just yeah, gonna get to that. So I got you Mordecai, um, and uh, and then I guess the second part to to the the gift exchange is uh, is coming on my podcast. So you're welcome for that too. Mm, and yes, um, <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you so much. No, but uh, but this was just like a really fun thing to do i because like also last year i i saw that uh you know amber had posted uh that she was doing the thing mm-hmm. and it, it seemed like a really cool thing to do but i was just like i got so much stuff going on and like also you know how those things always go on the internet it's like you, you never like somebody always flakes out or something and um, yeah 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 and uh it was cool to see that like it that basically didn't really happen um yeah I, I, and I also because think... of like covid and everything it's just like kind of a toss-up mostly at this point but... yeah covid i think bought bought us a lot of time and, and opportunity mm-hmm. to um oh, to yeah. like actually follow through with it i remember because like you know I, I live about an hour away from the closest record store uh mm-hmm. which i just found out is going out of business so um oh, no yeah it's, it's a bummer but it's also in a mall so it's it's kind of like long time okay. coming okay. <laughs> um, okay but uh but yeah i was i was just like freaking out a little because I'm, I'm just like you know sure we have like an antique record store in joshua tree that's uh um that has like a bunch of used stuff that mm-hmm. um 
there's really no rhyme or reason to any of it, uh, like how it's organized or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, then I, I went to this other place. It's like an hour away in Palm desert. And luckily they had, um, like in addition to, uh, to Mordecai, they also had a few Tame Impala albums. Um, Mm -hmm. and then also I, I picked up a bird's album. Uh, they they had birds album, which one, uh, Mr. Tambourine man. Mr. Um, Tambourine. Nice. I don't have that one. I have turn, turn, turn. I have younger than yesterday, but I, I think that's my favorite birds album. Nice. One. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, good choice. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, it was, it was there. It was $2. <laughs> um, worth it. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and like that's something that I just love about, uh, like really any record stores, even though it was in a mall, like mm-hmm. just the fact that they had, uh, a ton of good used stuff, including that. Come on, don't bump into the table. That's <laughs> going to fuck up the whole production here. Um, but <laughs> we'll fix no, it in post. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's no post production. Uh, but, but, uh, yeah, it, it was just, it's just cool to see, like, I don't know, just that you can still find records from like 50 years ago, uh, for basically nothing. Um, mm-hmm. and just stumble upon that stuff. I don't know. I'm just talking and just making a fun point. Um, yeah, but, but I, what's it, what's it like to work in, in a, I'm assuming that the records change is somewhat like that. You probably got like a good use selection. Yeah, we, so it's the largest independent record store in Idaho, which like, which is a feat of itself, but like also there's I like, I don't think there's like a ton of record stores in Idaho anyway, but still it's, I think it's cool to mention that. And then, um, so I, I mean, like, I'm mainly just like a, like a sales rep, you know, yeah. just kind of, just kind of like on the floor. I like talk, like I love that I get to talk with people about like, about music. Um, and just like, I like helping them like find stuff and like, I don't know. It's very, I don't want to, I don't want to like, I don't want to say it's like an easy job, but it's very like, it's, it's a pretty like chill. I want to say compared to like other jobs that I've had, which are yeah. like, like the food in- industry and stuff like that. I mean, the food industry is, is just insane. It's, it's a whole uh, other beast, but <laughs> like, I don't know. I also worked like, I also worked at a van store in the mall during like back to school season. And that was my, <laughs> sorry. Um, that was my only like retail, like retail experience prior to that. And that was an experience. I, for sure I, I, I can only imagine i don't miss retail at all <laughs> yeah it's i mean it's like it's fun because it's like i like talking about music and like you know that stuff but it's also like you know it's still like a retail job and i get to deal with the fun retail aspects of a yeah. retail job you know i mean at, at least at least you got the music and and the music's presumably good uh <laughs> oh yeah and like we have a like in the store we have like a play box of like it's usually like new releases and stuff that we like play over the speakers and we just got the other day they put in um kg and san fran 16 oh nice also i'm gonna grab this real quick hell yeah but um they also like we also got these like bags what I don't know oh you can see shit yeah yeah, Yo. yeah so like my, <laughs> my co-worker came up to me and like, well, can, can, can you hold it up again because it might yeah. have caught can you see it 
yeah yeah i just wanted to make sure because like when when this thing airs um like whenever i speak my face will will be showing and you know we, we want to see the bag and, and the artwork yeah. and not just my reaction to it so for sure yeah i'm trying not to like like i'm trying not to like look at myself because that's the thing i do whenever i'm on like zoom calls yeah. or whatever but yeah so my co my co-worker came up to me and he was like do you want one of these bags and i'm like well can I swear? Are, are we allowed to swear on this? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's no. Yeah, okay. The FCC can go fuck itself. They, they okay. have no Jurisdiction over my podcast. <laughs> so. um, yeah, and he just he was just like, "Do you want this?" And I'm like, "Well, fucking obviously, John." Like his name was John, and um, like, well, fucking I, obviously, John. You can swear on my podcast. It's uh... yeah, and obviously, John. But like, yeah, and just because like I'm always like talking about Giz, it's I'm just I'm, I'm a nerd. We're, I'm a big nerd, but yeah. it's fine. Hell yeah. I mean, like, like I, I started this podcast only, solely because my friends got sick of hearing me talk about Giz. None of like, yeah, like only exactly. one of my one or two of my other friends are like actually into them. Um, yeah. And the rest yeah. I've I've totally burned them out. So we're all uh, <laughs> we're all online. We're not we're not in the real world. We're all online. But yeah. Yeah. yeah this, so this is my 4chan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah so we got those no, no kids manifestos <laughs> no um i also got um i also like working at a record store because i get a discount and it's 30 percent oh so, fuck yeah which, oh that like, makes me feel so much better about, <laughs> about, about like you know just like the I, I i think mordecai was like 25 or 30 yeah um and then i'm just like fuck i got a pick guard plus masana plus yeah stickers. No, oh. you're, no you're okay i also just like i like to give things to people that's um so like i i, I really appreciate the crumbin album because i love crumbin um but yeah, i absolutely love the artwork on that album um mm -hmm. i know like, yeah because like, you know there the are other there are other albums um you know it's a little more simplistic it's a little more minimalist um and then this was just like they were doing you know they totally went another direction with it uh as well as like on you know the sound of, of the album itself like it, yeah. it was a little different little i think poppier. they they also did there was like a release where like the there were it was like just black and white cover and then you could like draw it in yourself and i really wanted to get one of those but oh shit yeah I also i also spend too much money on vinyl which my which my discount doesn't help me with so <laughs> yeah yeah um i don't know i also feel like like if, if I were to get the black and white version, I would just have to leave it because, like, I would just be way too indecisive as to, like, when yeah, I should color everything and, and yeah. whether I should color it. You know, I would have to, I like, fuck up? I would have to, like, plan it out beforehand. Absolutely. Um, and that, like, I'll also, if I, if I get up, it's because my record collection is over here and I like to... I like to I like to share, you know. I like to have Dude, some... that that's cool. Like <laughs> I, I should kind of like this. You know, there's um there's another podcast that I watch occasionally, uh uh Ari Shafir Skeptic Tank, and it's just him walking around his apartment pacing like a crazy man. Because oh, really? that's what he is. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and and like it actually I don't in know, it kind of loosens what me. I am. Yeah, it, it kind of loosens me up in a way, you know. It's... Yeah, yeah, you know, that's we're just we're just loose and having fun, but um so like I got a San Fran one and then I decided to draw on the bag that it came in. And so oh, sick. again, again, just cause I was bored at work and on the door shift, but, um, this is, yo, the, hold, hold that up again. 
Yeah, this is um, the Bay Fog. Is, is there any way you can take it out of the plastic because it's glaring? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, because like I can that, see what get, it is. Get but... that out of there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then on the back, I wanted to do something on the back, but I just have like the songs on it for now. Um, but I wanted to do like the original idea was to do, I wanted to do like the Nonagon, um, with like the mind fuzz brain, but I'm like, oh, I need to like practice that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not good enough to just do that on a whim, but, um, yeah, so I got this like at my, at my store and then I just like drew on it while I was at work. And it's the the Bay Fog and Golden Gate. And then I'm also getting the the Panhandle one from Flightless. And I'm still waiting on that. Yeah, and also yeah. the Squashed Brain KG. But yeah, yeah, I, I'll try I, not I, to make this whole podcast about vinyl. So uh, it doesn't matter. It's I mean, I mean, shit. Like I, I've I've had the the ultimate vinyl guy, uh, Herbert Hennessy. <laughs> I, I I did a whole mm-hmm. episode with him and. Really? Um, yeah pretty much all we did was like talk vinyl and we talked other stuff too but yeah, yeah. I, I, vinyl's badass like i've um like i i've been i only just started collecting vinyl this year um which is kind of a great year to start um just because yeah. like you know i'm home all the time but Absolutely. uh yeah i mean like, like i i picked up um uh like i i ended up picking up a, a tame impala uh lonerism uh, when mm. I when I was in Austin, uh, I pi- I picked it up from Piranha Records up in Round Rock, along with an Isaac nice. Hayes a- album uh, that's used for like four bucks. Um, nice. nice, yeah. The, I, for yeah, the, the Isaac Hayes album I got was was called U Turn. Um, okay. So it's cool. just like a, a fucking cool like soul kind of. Uh, fu- it's mostly a soul record. Um, yeah. But but it's it's, it's grooving and it and it's funky. Um, and it yeah, I've and it's just to, like. like an- yeah, it's, it's just like another, you know, I, I guess like uh, avenue of like my music taste to mm-hmm. go with, with my collection and shit. Yeah, I've been like really getting into into soul music this year also, and um, like I'm really into like Marvin. I love Marvin Gaye. Like, yeah. Oh my god. Um, but um, and then yeah, Lonerism is also like one of my like probably like top top ten top twenty albums. Like like of all time for me like my favorite oh wow ones. yeah like my favorite ones um and so yeah those are good picks very good picks appreciate it down to austin and just see like i've never been to austin but it's great i <laughs> i i really like it i was is it as weird as people say uh no but i mean yes it, it is still weird it's just a different kind of weird from how it, you from like the original slogan keep austin mm-hmm. weird and actually like from what i understand austin has just gone through a whole bunch of changes sorry, sorry give me one second my oh, yeah. headphones came up sorry. whoops okay. let's get those plugged okay. back in but i'm back I'm yeah back. yeah um but yeah i mean because like the the keep austin weird motto or slogan like that came around i think in you know in like the late 60s or something or 70s mm-hmm. when you know like like after rocky erickson and uh and and, and like like all mm-hmm. of the the psych scene had just you know originally exploded um mm-hmm. And, and and then you know like it started to get shut down a little like parts of it were you know toned down a bit and then there's like oh it's not like it used to be and people are bitching about this in like 1975 yeah. and yeah. it just it's, it's it's a whole you know cyclical thing um and like i i originally went to austin for the first time in 2004 um 
and like that was it was still you know super uh i mean super legit you know weird mm -hmm. uh lots of music um like there was a really vibrant music scene and like the big industry hadn't really come in yet you know big yeah. tech they're still in silicon valley so yeah um do you like the black angels love the black angels yeah have you seen them like live at all? Yeah, yeah. I actually, you know, what's funny about the Black Angels is mm -hmm. I I first heard of them uh, like early 2017 in a suit. Like they were just on a on the stereo in a sushi restaurant. I was I was getting takeout from, and uh, nice. so I, I just shazammed the uh, the song. Yeah, and it, it, I mean that's how it always starts. Yep, you know that's how and, it always and, starts. Yeah, so I was just like, this is really cool. Like, because I wasn't really listening to Psych or anything at the time. Like. I, but I was just like, this is kind of, I like the reverb. I like the surfiness to it. It's, it's dark. And I like that shit. And um, yeah, then uh, I saw they were playing in Brooklyn, like um, a month later. And, and this when I was living in New York. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I used to live there. And okay. uh, uh, so, yeah, I, I first, so like, I got to see them about um, like six weeks after I first heard them. Uh, and, oh, wow. th and then their live show just, blew me away um, what year was that when you saw them it was 2017 so their uh their last album had just come out um uh the fucking oh. um what's it called it it's not uh, it's death not like death song okay yeah. i like that album i really like um phosphine dream a lot phosphine Dude, dream, phosphine dream I, I i think phosphine dreams their best album um that they've mm -hmm. come out like that that one just has so many different sounds it hits it's it's just yeah. powerful all the way through. Um, yeah, so that's dope. I, I'd love to see the Black Angels live, but not many yeah. people come out come out to Boise. We're just kind of like a weird like little stop. Yeah, sometimes. you know, I mean, at least you do have Salt Lake that's pretty close by, and uh, mm -hmm. and like Salt Lake is is an amazing city. I, I actually uh, drove through both Boise and Salt Lake uh, this this summer. Uh, my, mm -hmm. my friends and I did a road trip to like Montana and in Yellowstone and then we just you know came back oh, nice. up um yeah it was uh like, like there's my friends in Seattle too so I, I'm all over yeah. the place uh yeah. <laughs> but where yeah, where it, in Montana did you did you go like in Montana yeah we we went uh we went as far as um uh as Bozeman um Bozeman okay but, but like we you know we stopped in in well first we stopped at like a small ass town called Plains uh because my, my friend's okay. grandpa used to live there and uh, so you wanted to see what that was about and that place my dad is my dad is from billings and so oh just, cool yeah i'm curious i've been to billings and like um not bozeman or i've been to bozeman and like billings like a couple of times but um yeah that's dope yeah I, I would say of my like of this of the three cities missoula uh billings and bozeman bozeman's probably my least favorite uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. I, uh, I like missoula missoula was cool. incredible yeah um I mean, just Montana in general, just driving through it is, is just unlike anything else. We also went to Big Sky, uh, just to, Big Sky. just to, you know, drive through it and see what the mountains were all about. And, um, mm -hmm. but, That's uh, cool. and so, and so now, now you live in, in Joshua Tree. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. that's, that's, do you, the, you mind know, me, do you mind me asking how old you are? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm 30. Uh, you're 30. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just curious. Cause you look, you, you look young, you know? Yeah. You oh, oh I, I'm, yeah. I'm well aware. I'm, and I'm going to milk the fuck out of that at the more I age. Like it's, uh, <laughs> okay, I, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like my, my dad, uh, both my parents really got extremely lucky with their, uh, you know, youth 
looking genetic yeah genetics like my dad was id'd over for a glass of wine uh when he was 46 like amazing um you, yeah so, so just yeah, rock, rock that as long for as sure um but uh but yeah yeah so <laughs> yeah like now i live in the desert because i realize like this place is fucking cool and it's cheap and yeah i so like cool. how, far, to do. how far is that from like la and stuff yeah it's like two and a half hours from la and uh three hours from vegas half. four and a half is from that, phoenix is that where they do like desert days every year is yeah like uh so tree? desert yeah desert days used to be uh used to be in joshua tree and then when it got bigger they moved it down to lake paris um mm-hmm. in the uh which which is like 45 minutes hour away um in in, in the low desert by uh um by like palm springs and stuff so but, jealous um, so i'm assuming you've been then i i actually haven't um oh really la- yeah last year okay. i couldn't afford it um and the year before i was still living in new york so <laughs> um well i guess I, it got like i got like i think it got like rained out last year or something like that so oh like, shit did it yeah 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 because i like yeah i think like it was like during tame impala's that i think that there was like a like a thunderstorm or something yeah like that. oh and shit like and just like imagine like being on like LSD and then like being in a thunderstorm, that must not be fun. You know? Funny <laughs> you should mention that because, uh, <laughs> so I saw Krungbin um, yes. in, in, in New York uh, last year. I, I went back Jealous. to visit. Yeah, this this was an insane show because like they played Central Park, Kikigaku opened, uh, then then Conan Moccasin played, um, and like I don't really know much about Conan Moccasin, but he seemed like kind of a creep, um, and then yeah. and then Grungbin went on, and uh, and then like you know they're ha- about halfway through their set, and in the East Coast it's really weird like what the weather does, um, but like you can see the storm coming, um, mm-hmm. and that's what happened here like. Cause the, the storm just started to move in like from the back of the crowd and mm-hmm. like, you know, Laura, like, like all three of them uh, just stopped playing and they were just like looking in awe, just like, they're just like, uh, they're the just trying transfixed. They're transfixed on just a sheet of water. That's just like coming at them and just everybody soaked except for the very front row, because we're, just under the awning of the stage amazing (laughs) Um, is that where you were then yeah yeah i I was i was like up on the rail and like i knew the forecast was shitty so like i had i had plastic bags over my shoes uh and i was on acid so like i i was just i was just loving the whole thing i'm just like (laughs) because like here i am i'm dry i'm dry i'm tripping everybody else is soaked i got bags on my feet i look ridiculous and and like the uh, yeah and just it it created like it was a moment with um just with the band and the whole crowd, like nobody gave a shit that they were soaked. It was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was just like such a, a, a moment, you know, cause like, um, there was just so, so much cool energy, uh, in yeah. the show anyway. I love that. Cause like in, in Boise, we have, we have tree we have tree mm-hmm. music festival. I don't know if you, if you've heard of it, Not but familiar, um, no. it's, it, it takes place in March and it's like, a, it's like an indie festival and it's like, it's like, it usually takes place like over like, spring break like when when like bsu and stuff has spring break um and it's like it's like largely like indie acts like the first year i went was and this is just like all in downtown boise which is which like boise has like a population of probably like 200,000 250,000 people you know and if you like incorporate kind of the like all the surrounding cities that are like you know within like 50 miles or whatever it's probably like 
like half a million, three quarter. I don't, I don't know. It's, but Boise is like two hundred thousand, and so like, I love, like it's a super small like DIY, you know, kind of inspired. Yeah. Festival, and the first year I went, um, the headliners were Angel Olsen, Mac DeMarco, The Growlers, Starfucker. Um, those are the, like the ones that I remember, but yeah, and it's super weird because it's like in March, and like March weather in Boise is really unpredictable because like it could either be really sunny and warm, or it could just like snow and be a miserable time. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I always forget because like, like I, I grew up in Western Washington um, and, you know, like it's somewhat similar, but at the same time, like Boise is very much like it, it's more like Eastern Washington and, and you know, desert-y and. Uh, mm-hmm. It's also um, like we're in the middle, we're like in a valley, which is like kind of weird too. We're like, oh yeah. Or like kind of surrounded by mountains, which yeah, I think. So yeah. And that'll you know, also. Probably helps with that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, because same thing with Seattle. Like it, it's just, it, you know, basically in a valley between two mountain ranges. Uh, yeah. You know, so that's why I just get, you know, just loads and loads of rain. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, that, that, the tree fort music festival, that sounds, mm-hmm. that sounds sick. Um, have they canceled the 2021 yet or they, yeah. So they were like, the original they were gonna they moved it back to like september when mm-hmm. like when it wasn't a mess here in the united states but um like then it got moved yeah it got moved back to 2021 i think they're trying to do like because like it's normally in the spring but they were gonna move it to do like a fall tree fort which i'm like i'm all about that I love yeah that. um and they were gonna do like a I think they, I heard they wanted to do like a, like a fall 2021 and then like a spring 2022. So just like two in like the span of a year, which just like, oh my God. that Or like, like the, yeah, the span of six months. That's yeah. Uh, that, yeah. That like blows that'd be great. my mind. And I, I love that. And some of the, um, I'm trying to remember some of the artists that were supposed to play this year. Like uh, Dumbo Gets Mad was supposed to play this year. Um Umdu Mokhtar, I think is oh yeah yeah his name yeah. dude that guy is it's fucking sick crazy yeah so, like he was supposed to play this year I was really excited to see that um like but yeah I don't know I I mean I love Tree Forward despite what the lineup is anyway but I mean it seems like and the, those smaller festivals are just kind of cool because then you get to see the you know smaller acts before they blow up really. Yeah. Um, so that there's a funny story. So I think, oh yeah, I think 20, so 2017, that was the first year I went. And I think, you know, who else played that year? Rickin Lizzo. Lizzo played that festival and I saw her front row on the main stage at that. Fe- this is my flex. This is yeah, yeah. flexing right now, but, but yeah, I saw Lizzo at this tiny little indie festival, like, like outside before and then you know she blew up and got nominated for like a bunch of grammys and stuff so yeah uh i was there she played the flute she killed it that's fucking cool so you know i i admittedly haven't listened to any lizzo i just know that she's like a a superstar right now 
Um, yeah, I like her. I'm I'm on board <laughs> the Lizzo train. That's cool. That's 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 cool yeah. shit. Yeah, I mean, so it's just like that. That's all the reason you need to just go to you know sport, you know, like small festivals and stuff. Um, and like you know, because we have Coachella that's also about an hour away from here. And okay. you know, yeah. Giz was slated to play that this year. I was not going to go anyway. You know, um, are you like our, are you not like you're not a Coachella guy? I'm not. No, uh, I think it's insane to pay you know two hundred dollars for a day pass. Um, yeah, I mean that's just Under- no. understandable. <laughs> you know, I mean because like also think about who else you're going to be seeing King Giz with other people that presumably had no problem just throwing away two hundred bucks at at Coachella and and like I don't know yeah. if those are people I want to see you know gives with like like i because when i saw gives play in central park in in new york uh also last year i took a separate vacation mm-hmm. to, see, to see them um they uh okay. um th- this is why i couldn't afford desert days because i decided to go yeah. back to new york twice and see gizzard and krungbin and uh <laughs> i mean yeah that's like that's a tough decision but like that's a good one yeah i, I mean i commend you for that Thanks, man. I, I thought it was good judgment, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but like when I'm that seeing... was all like one night, like one day. Or... No, no, it, it was uh, Krungbin I saw in June of last year, and then Gizzard was uh, was August. So I I, I went. Okay, um, I was like, I took I was two like, separate bro. flights, two separate whole trips to New York. Um, okay, yeah, I thought yeah. that was all one night, and I was like, that's insane. No, that like, I mean that but... would be like I don't know. That would be on so weird. Giz Fest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, but like, yeah, having those two like just completely like different sounds almost, but yeah. yeah. Um, but like, but even when you know when I'm seeing King Gizzard in Central Park in New York, like there were a whole bunch of people there who I guess had never real like I think they were new to to the whole thing, so they didn't mm-hmm. really understand that like the supportive vibe and. Of, of giz so like people yeah. were bitching about how they weren't playing rattlesnake or or, or uh um they were just like why aren't they playing side boogie and like they did play side boogie later on in the later set in the but show. like oh my gosh but it's just like you have all these people just like bitching about all these different things they're just like i don't know these songs and it's just like yeah Ugh. so that's Shut what I, that's what i imagine coachella being like and i don't want to you know fork over, fork over that kind of cash when i could just go see them at red rocks and exactly uh, in berkeley like, yeah literally you'd i'd rather go like i'm trying to v- convince my buddy cage to go to go to red rocks because like we've the the salt lake show is the only one only time i've seen giz and like i wanted to they were supposed to before covid they were scheduled to play in seattle on 420 and i'm like oh that sounds like the greatest 420 yep. of my life um i was planning but, on going to that as well <laughs> oh nice yeah. um but yeah, and so like I had I had a ticket to see Tame Impala this summer that got canceled, and so I got refunded that. Um, bought a ticket for Tame Impala at the Gorge, and now I'm like trying to like you know convince my buddy Cage to road trip apparently you know which is like i think like 12 14 hours from here to denver or something like that or to, from here to colorado yes yeah, that's not bad you could do that in a day just to take you turns could, driving. Yeah. The, the long the longest one i've done i've drive i've done is like eight hours which i think was to seattle but yeah yeah like i'm just like come on dude dude like, you, we you gotta do it you, and and how old are you uh, i'm 20 i turned 23 in february you got to take a fucking road trip man like that 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 is such a i mean in addition to just being a rite of passage it's also just like it's such a cool like i love being on the road um Mm. because it's just like 
you get on it for a while and you see like on your GPS, whatever your destination is, it's like, you know, 12 hours away or something. It's like double digit hours. And you're yeah. just like, all right, let's, let's see where my mind goes. Like, you know, yeah, in, the, yeah, yeah. in the time between now and then. And it's uh, yeah. So I mean, like it just turns into this whole like psychedelic experience really. Cause you're just mm-hmm. like basically, and especially when you're driving over like, you know, flyover area, it's like some yeah. of the most, most beautiful shit in the world really because it's because it just like makes you just zone out um yeah and you just get like that... the coolest yeah like I, I i highly recommend highway hypnosis as a uh, as a recreational drug uh, <laughs> i so i uh, did um something kind of, actually now that now that i think about it the longest drive i've ever done was a couple of years ago and a couple of my friends at BSU are like from like SoCal. And so I decided to like road trip with them back. Like, cause it was like the end of the semester. And so they were like going back home for the summer. And so I was like, Oh, I was like, yeah, I'll, go, I'll ride with you guys back home, whatever. And it was like 14 hours or something like that, which yeah. like, which is rough. It's not fun, but um, I like fell asleep and I woke up and we were in like death Valley and, oh, shit, I, and like yeah. and i was like where are we and then like my ears popped like really bad and i was like oh my god that hurts so bad um <laughs> but but like you were talking about highway what is it highway hypno- yeah, hypnosis yeah. yeah okay i love that term um and like it was probably like what four in the morning or something like that four or five in the morning and we were just like we were driving through we were in california and it was we were just like in the desert or something like that and i put on uh led zeppelin going to california just because i was like that's what i want to hear right now like hell yeah in this state and it was just like it was beautiful and it was like exactly that and i just like i loved that was like the main moment i remembered from that trip and i was just like oh it was so like it was so peaceful it was amazing dude it 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 totally is and like you know like like i just I think I've done, yeah, I've done five road trips or I guess, no, like, like five really long drives in total this year. Like, um, yeah, going to Seattle and back and then, uh, going to Austin and back. Um, and then Mm. I also drove out to Austin one way and then flew back, uh, earlier this year. What kind of, Uh, what, what kind of car are you driving? Uh, I'm driving a 2007 Subaru Impreza Outback. <laughs> um, not, it's not uh, bad. Not bad at all. I uh, yeah, I bought it for she, my mom. She can handle. She can handle the trips though. Yeah, I mean, you know, now she's up to like 100, 115,000 miles. So, um, Damn. you know, we'll we'll, nice. we'll see how much longer. Uh, you know, how much longer <laughs> she'll be able to take it. But uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm driving. That... I'm driving in. I'm driving an 01 Civic. Sorry. Um, I'm driving an 01 Civic. Yeah. And it's oh, just man. like not slated. It's not slated to make those drives. So yeah. I drive I, in other people's cars. I, it, you know, it's, it's funny. I, before this car, I actually did have an 01 Civic and I drove that cross country. Uh, I think, yeah, I drove that cross country uh, four times. Um, or nice. no, I, no, five I times. Barely... Uh, I, I made it five times across the country. The, the problem was that it was, um, uh, like it, it just, everything would keep going wrong with it. So like, like I had to replace the alternator twice had, had to replace like the on the trip. Uh, no, not on the trip, but like, or, um, or like in just eventually, I mean, 
two weeks after I bought the car, I had replaced the transmission and it only had 75,000 miles. Uh, and then like after doing like all the road trips and everything, um, or doing two road trips, uh, the alternator went out. Um, and it, it yeah, like I, I replaced it and still made it work. It's not that interesting. <laughs> cars, <laughs> but cars suck. Let's talk. Yeah, yeah. I, that's I, like, but that's, I, I that's made what it sings about right. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, there's what, what's road train about? Like a caravan road. or something? Like, <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. Ro- road train is is uh, is actually King Gizzard's version of uh, of going to California. Uh, it's it's, it's oh. about it's about taking the wagons out to the gold rush. Um, oh, okay. Different <laughs> vibe though. Different vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's your um, What's your uh, favorite? live album that they've like released oh like one shit. Of, of i wanted I mean, to ask you that oh that's a really good question it's, it's not it's not counting not counting the the times like you've seen them live but just like right. the ones that the, the albums um i you know i i still always go back to uh um oh, shit. i mean live in adelaide was really good i like i like that one because they they played open water and that's my favorite off of, oh. of f&b um yes. and uh yeah, I, I really, I mean, shit. Live in Brussels was great. Paris was really good too, because like you know, Paris they played Anoxia and they also did a uh, um, Hot Water yeah. and. Paris um, is my favorite one because it just has that like crazy run from like Crumbling Castle to Hot Water, and I'm just like, yeah, there's, there's no other run like that's better than that to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it, it's so it's just crazy good. You know, I, I did also listen to uh, uh, their live in um, their live in Brooklyn, twenty eighteen, uh, that, that they put out uh, like a couple of years ago. Um, okay, I'm not aware of that one. Yeah, they. they uh, I, I I actually don't know if that was an official release. I don't think it was an official release. It was released for free, and I think it was just released by a bootlegger um, who like got yeah. permission to do it. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so th- like that that's somewhere I think in the in the fan page. Um, you can mm-hmm. find a link to download it. Um, Do but you, uh, are you aware of you know Mystery Jack? Yeah, yeah. Mystery um, Jack. Okay, he like so King Gizzard played in Boise in in 2017, and it pretty you know I'm pretty sure it was like right off the heels of Flying Microtonal Banana, and I literally like they just played in like a bar like in my in my city, and <sighs> I literally like I literally like I wasn't old enough to get in. And I didn't have like a fake or anything at the yeah. time. I got one later, but um, like, and I was literally working like the restaurant I worked at was like right down the street from the bar, and that they were playing. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my god, I want to go so bad. One of my coworkers yeah. said he had bought he had bought tickets for him and his girlfriend, but then they didn't go because she didn't feel like going. And I'm just uh. like. Uh, don't you hate those stories it's just I, like like you get fomo on stories. behalf of them like my uh I, like I, I have a cousin or you know he's, he's my dad's first cousin uh he had tickets to woodstock in you know in like yeah. the original woodstock the, um, the og woodstock yeah and then he decided not to go because he saw the forecast was bad um <laughs> but, but but it was funny because like he was a he was just a deadhead and um and so he was really only going to see the dead and he was like i'll i'll see them somewhere else uh yeah <laughs> he didn't crazy. care really about missing hendrix or uh you know <laughs> missing like, that iconic 
Star Spangled Banner. That's okay. Oh my god. That's I, whatever. I mean but yeah. yeah, Mystery so Mystery Jack ended up actually like recording that show at the at oh, that cool. bar down the street, which like makes me re- I didn't I had no idea until I was just like I think like I was just like searching on YouTube or whatever for like live giz and I like saw that and I flipped shit. And apparently they played I think the last song they played was Lonely Steel Sheet Flyer, which I'm just like, you're joking. That's yeah. Such that's a cut. That's a deep cut. Yeah. Um, I mean, that one is <laughs> I, I you know, I think I even um it, was that the because like I saw Mystery Jack posted a video um like on YouTube of uh, of of them playing Lonely Steel Sheet Flyer for the first time ever. I don't know if that was at yeah. that gig or if that's something else. I'm not I'm not sure, but I know like I guess like Stu like crowd surfed to the bar and back during the song. Yo. I'm so sad that I missed that. That would have been amazing. <sighs> but that's that's the only that's one of the major regrets of I my mean, life. But but it's okay because I saw him later. Yeah, you know, and like I because I went to college in New York and then moved back there again for uh, for work for four years. I, I missed Giz. I mean, I, I must have missed at least six shows, um, you know, dating all the way back to like 2012 when they were just playing for free in McCarran Park, like just yeah. play stuff off 12 bar and Willoughby's and like, that's so cool. God so damn. I, like, like, I, I wish I, I was. Oh. Uh, you just see like these videos of, of them playing and like Eric's just like, you know, banging on a drum just because like he only has one. And uh, <laughs> it was just like, you, you miss, you miss that like, it, it, like, like I wish that I did hadn't missed out on that era, you know, of like being yeah. a fan. Yeah, but aren't you aren't you glad that you saw them when they had two drummers though? For sure, and like th- that's that's the thing. At least like, at the moment. I mean, e- even even after like w- when I saw them uh, last year, open up the U.S. tour in in L.A. Um, and like I saw them, you know, the, like Eric and, and Cavs were no longer facing each other; they were facing the crowd, and I was like. Well, I don't like that dynamic yeah, yeah. as much. I like them looking at each other. Um, and then mm-hmm. like I just because that's what I was used to. And then yeah. uh and, and then like I saw Stu and, and Joey and, and Cook come out with their new guitars, and I'm just like, where the fuck's the Hagstrom? And 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 and, and what what about and what about the Rickenbacker? Like, like what the fuck are you playing a, yeah. a, a Fender Jazzmaster for or Jaguar yeah, yeah, or what, yeah. whatever? You know, like it, it was it was a bummer to me to see I them totally evolve. Get that. Uh <laughs> was that so was that that was on like the rat's nest tour yeah and stuff like that yeah so, yeah so yeah that's funny because like i i think it was after after touring in 2018 and and just like all the the sales of, of the records in 2019 they were able to uh afford new instruments so there's like oh all right, yeah it's just oh, probably i mean because because you know what, what was joey so. playing like a, a yamaha or something and stewie was playing a, a hagstrom that just shouldn't have even been yeah. taken on tour uh, yeah but i mean <laughs> like i mean they i mean they make them sound good which like is all that matters but like yeah sure i mean i love i love like the explorer like the rats next explorer with like me the, too the, like holes in it and stuff yeah i mean it's also hilarious that the jonas brothers uh play that now <laughs> like yeah. not to ma- like, i'm sure you saw but you saw that like they they had it, both yes. the fly, uh, red flying v and the explorer same model as Stu, like that limited edition whatever it is Just... I mean, it's such an absurd connection, but it, like, I, oh my God. I mean, the thing is, I wish that that had happened before they bought those guitars, but I'm sure it's just a coincidence. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like, 
that's so funny um but yeah i love like were they were, were they wearing like the jumpsuits too like the orange jumpsuits no unfortunately but oh, oh are, are, are you talking about um uh Eric- Air like Eric and calves. Yeah. 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 They, okay. I, they, they did that, uh, the whole tour. Um, yeah. It, Cause like, if it wasn't the orange jumpsuits, I think they also had like some, some tan or black ones that they wore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think like, like, and I'm sure like you've probably experienced this too, but like with like live performances, it's really interesting to like, like how a live performance can change your perception like on an artist you know because like before i suck is it was i was just like i was like yeah they're they're like good you know i like them they're like good but then like you know then they came out with like planet b and i was like what i don't want thrash metal is ew Mm -hmm. like this is gross and so um also like i sidebar i feel like that was a very that was a very confusing time for me because they had released Cyboogie and then Planet B and I was like, there's no way this is gonna be on the same album. And I was yeah. like, what what is going on here? Um, but but then after like seeing the rat's nest stuff live and just like experiencing that in a live setting is like crazy and it's just like totally changes like how I view like the rat's nest stuff and now I love it and now I'm obsessed. Yeah, and not to mention like the fact that they they played a lot of those same uh you know C sharp tuned guitars. Uh they they play a lot of those mm-hmm. they play those on a lot of uh uh fishy songs, you know, like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. plastic boogie and um I think the bird song and um yeah, I mean yeah. so and and this thing. So like they're able to seamlessly transition from like uh you know thrash metal to uh or or, or yeah. you know or to thrash metal from the whimsical sort of like you know hippie shit on uh on fishies like yeah i mean you know people always talk about that transition uh you know that you can make yourself going from plastic boogie to perihelion um mm-hmm. and okay. i haven't i haven't tried that I oh only, it works try the plastic, <laughs> bo- plastic boogie into perihelion yeah okay i'll have to yeah. try that um check that out that's yeah, dope it, like like you, you might need to cut off like the last second of plastic boogie you know where, where they play like the you know because like plastic boogie just ends on that um on that c-sharp chord you yeah. know which is then also the first chord of perihelion so it's like yeah oh that's crazy yeah um that's so fun but it, you know it's but like that's that's what the live performance does is it like it, sh- it changes your perspective on you know how you get to these different sounds uh from yeah. their other stuff um yeah um what's your how many times have you seen them i've god i've gotten really lucky i've seen them five times uh, five times okay what which which one has been like your favorite like um of the of, that you've seen them yeah my my favorite i i think would have to be um oh shit you know like the la show last year was really good because like they they played a bunch of new stuff they played murder of the universe uh live um and then uh um and and then they also did the horology suite from from polygon duanaland yeah, yeah 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 but i think my favorite time seeing them still is my second time when i was on mushrooms and they played the river all the way through um and then they instance they were touring with amel and the sniffers they ended the show with both bands playing dirty deeds done dirt cheap and oh wow that was that was the, is that in new york great, yeah or that, that, that okay. was that because they had played three shows at uh the same venue in brooklyn um all okay. sold out 
and then they decided to cap it off with with that and it was it was just perfect um amazing yeah not to mention that was that was 2018 what year was that 2018 2018 um not to mention before the show i ran into uh uh cookie and 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 lucas um plus a few guys from amel and the sniffers and sublation um i ran into them at the um at this vietnamese place (laughs) a few blocks away um amazing yeah i I was i I had ordered some some scallion pancakes for you know to hold me over during the show but um i wound up not eating them because because my mushrooms came up pretty quick and then they made those taste disgusting so had to toss them but uh (laughs) that's funny that's funny yeah so i got a picture and it was cool that's good nice i remember during the salt lake show it was um it was at the depot and it was like it was orb stonefield and then king giz which that was also like i think my first experience with like stonefield like they're powerful they're so good um and like i remember like like in between in between sets me and my me and my friend would like go to the bathroom and hit our dab pens and like (laughs) (laughs) and so um i'm trying to remember like stonefield was great i love them so much they've also played in boise like once or twice i think i've seen them once or twice in boise um but when they played in salt lake they did they did the mind fuzz uh medley which <laughs> is like i love wait that. stonefield playing the mind fuzz medley no, no, or... no not not stonefield sorry <laughs> king, sorry king giz did that'd be crazy but king giz played it um and i like freaked the fuck out because yeah. that's like that was one thing i remember like telling my buddy i was like okay like my ideal giz show would have like the mind fuzz medley and like crumbling castle or at least like a 10 minute like a 10 minute plus song or whatever and so i got um i got the mind fuzz medley and then they also did the river so that was the the 10 plus one they also did i think that was the first time they played side boogie on the tour which okay. was super fun uh, well they so they did actually play side boogie in in la oh um, did they okay yeah, never mind and and, and and that shit was badass uh <laughs> yeah it was yeah it was great um and i'm like what are they what, what are they close like, with what did they close the show with i think they closed with the river um here i can Right, you, apartment it, style again. Yeah, of course um, you you have the set list. I'll just I'll just <laughs> snatch that real quick because. Um, yeah, and sh- and show it to the camera too, because like. Yes, of course. Um, nice, just keeping it in the mind fuzz album. Yeah, just because like just because they played the medley, so. Um, I don't know if you can. Read oh that. yeah, hey, that that's nice and clear uh so yeah cyber oh and they went into, and they did akarin um, yeah that yeah. was great um, so right now I, i'm only seeing okay people vultures alter me planet b yeah so nice so they go from organ farmer to the river that's uh, yeah <laughs> yeah oh all, yeah they did people vultures which was also like amazing and i loved that so much um yeah. no microtonal stuff though which made me a little sad but yeah like, I, also i'm not sad that i that I saw them, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and like, I, I always anticipate or, you know, be, before I saw them last year, I figured every show they would have some micro, you know, they'd have some microtonal songs, but yeah. um, now like 
you know, they're officially at the point where um, you might not get any. Um, yeah. And, and, and so like two like... of the, so like two of the shows that I saw them play last year, they didn't do any microtonal, like they didn't play any microtonal in LA or in New York, mm-hmm. but they did in Seattle. Um, yeah. So, so, so that was it's, cool. It's a blessing. You know, it's just like, it's a little, it's a little gift. Like I really want them like, cause yeah, like flying microtonal banana is my favorite King Giz album. Um, and like, I would love. I want to see Sleep Drift, Sleep Drifter live. That's easily like a top five song for me. Um, Open Water would be super dope, or like, or like Nuclear Fusion. Just yeah. literally any song, literally any song from that album, and I would just like die inside. I want to see Melting because uh, oh, they. God. I think they've only done that live like once or twice. Um, yeah that sounds so complicated to like pull off live i feel like like it's i mean that song is crazy that's also what i thought about like a lot of their songs like (laughs) oh yeah you know like (laughs) i mean they it doesn't really matter they're gonna pull it off like like they can play whatever they wanted to play um i i I have full faith in them at this point um yeah yeah and you know like it wasn't until uh, until they started like working uh, work this time into their whole you know like in, into like their, mm-hmm. their rotation that I I realized just how good um, like guitarists they are technically like yeah I mean they, yeah. you know Joey They're will just insane. go into that solo uh, you know and just do this whole like blues jam that's just fucking sick he'll still incorporate like incorporate the little middle eastern african stuff into it and it's just like yeah yeah yeah. i mean they're such ridiculously good musicians that you know i don't know you might not necessarily think they're as good at guitar just from listening to the record if you know what i mean because like a lot of a lot of the riffs are pretty basic and you know yeah but like i think like one of my on that aspect one of my favorite live performances that like i've seen is i love like the kexp sessions dude yeah and so like i just watched the the like the polygon one um the other day and so and i just like like watching them play crumbling castle is pretty crazy like it's pretty mind-blowing that they just like they just do that you know i mean and then and then that into the fourth color is it just it's such a seamless transition that's just like fuck you guys. That shouldn't be executed ever. <laughs> or like, or or like Joey solo on on muddy water. Oh well, or... I mean, because yeah, he because he and Stuart are like soloing together. Like it, it's they, yeah. they're both they're both doing their own thing. And I mean, honestly, seeing their seeing them play muddy water live is like it's better than the album version. Like it, it makes me wonder. Like, did they just? had they just not figured out the guitar solo yet when they recorded Gumboot? Um, yeah. Because like, it was just like some weird, you know, thing with, with synths. It's like, it's like <laughs> almost an accord. It's like an accordion sounding kind of deal, but I mean, yeah, no, the live or yeah, the live version is crazy. I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, the solo, the Muddy Water solo on the album sounds like a whining dog. Like <laughs> that's like, it's just like, mm, just like, come uh, on, the, just play the twin leads. It's so cool. The, <laughs> I'll never unhear that. I don't yeah. think the whining dog or like, um, or like the wheel. I think they did the wheel on that one too. And yeah. like, I don't know, man, just like that out, that outro that they do or th- when they like harmonize and there's like crazy freaking phaser shit going on. And it just like takes me, it just takes me to another planet. 
and it's awesome. Um, yeah. Also, the Sleep Drifter KEXP is just like, I, I honestly prefer that one over the over like the studio one, and I'll always listen to that one like first. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm honestly the opposite. I I really like hot the uh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't even, I guess it's a hot take. I, I, I like the album version just cause it's like, I, I love how it just starts up, you know, just yeah. like with that main riff. Um, you know, it's cool when they work it into the, you know, when they work it into jams and stuff, just like yeah. sort of picking it up like they do in KEXP. Yeah. It, it, it's all preference. Yeah. Um, um but Thanks. I think they, yeah, in Seattle, they did actually play the, uh, like the album version, uh, wow. <laughs> on, on the tour last year. So that was, okay. that was kind of cool to see. Where, where, where did they play in Seattle? Uh, the Paramount. Paramount. Okay. Yeah. That's dope. I've never, I haven't been there, but yeah, it, it, it's, that's a it's popular, a good... that's like a popular venue there. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've seen a few other people play there. Saw, uh, Primus, uh, Rodrigo y Gabriela and, um, had tickets for Soundgarden there and wound up being unable to go, but um yeah it's uh anyway um we got to get to wrapping this thing up but um but before i let you go is there anything else that you've been thinking about uh giz related or not that we haven't talked about yet um i like i don't know how many how many bootlegs have you bought already uh i i <laughs> yo the bootlegs i could not keep up with uh because like they announced it on christmas eve which is when you know i just adopted the dog yeah um, so like i really haven't been able to fully explore any of that yet yeah. and honestly with all the all the puppy payments i've had to make um i might you, have to sit this one out you're not just, worried about it i i'm not too worried about it because i think uh these bootlegs will just continue to get made over the years yeah um yeah and, and you know especially the more that uh that gives utilizes gives versus usa um i, I think mm-hmm. i think there's going to be a pretty healthy flow of uh um of bootlegs to come at least that's oh, what yeah. i'm telling myself because i don't <laughs> yeah. i i don't want to yeah. max out my credit cards um exactly it's like not exactly the best yep. thing for my wallet but um yeah i, I want to keep my credit score at that you know nice 800 <laughs> <laughs> i like because like um i've i bought a teenage gizzard i think it's like the needle the needle juice one i bought that one i bought uh, a paris one already just because paris is like my favorite of the live ones that they've done and i'm like okay i'm like okay thomas you have to you have to limit yourself to like one a piece you know you cannot go crazy and blow all your money on these bootlegs and so like (laughs) but for the paris one I'm gonna make an exception and get two because I also want to get one with like alternate artwork. I think would be pretty cool. Um, that's how they get you every time. <laughs> that's how they get me. Yeah, and like, and so I, I I don't know. Like beyond that, I don't see myself like buying a ton of the bootlegs beyond like the Paris one. Maybe maybe the Brussels one, but like I'm trying to. It's hard for me. <laughs> yeah, I I I'm as, salivating. I mean, my my number one target with the, with the bootlegs is the demos um i i think okay. i think those would be really cool and i saw somebody um got a mock-up made of like some uh some eco cool like splatter wax um yeah, just yeah. like black that, and white that, yeah i saw that one too i love that one yeah i um, i i tried to to buy that on my phone yesterday and then um i guess it's because i was connected to a vpn or something it wouldn't let me it wouldn't actually let me process the payment um so i figured i'll get to it on my computer and just i haven't gotten to it yet and now i don't think i'm going to <laughs> i mean i mean it's just it, 
like is that is that a good thing or a bad thing you know it's just like depends you know on it's probably a bad it. thing i'm i'm I, you know I, I i think after we're done here i'm i'm gonna go order it okay i'm not trying I, to encourage your your unhealthy spending because no. i'm not a, If I was at work, I would, but I'm not at work. So I'm not trying to encourage unhealthy spending habits. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, you have dogs now. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's true. But, you know, if it means I have to buy them Alpo for a week, so be it. Um, So anyway, uh, Thomas, thank you so much for for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for uh, Masana Temples, the pick guard, all the stickers. Um, Thank you, John. And thank you. I loved, I loved, I had a great time. I really appreciate being on the podcast. Fuck Uh, yeah, dude. Thank you for Mordecai. I'm glad you enjoy your gift a lot. Um, definitely like send me pics of if if you get that pick guard on, because I'm excited to see that. Hell yeah, will dude, and uh, will will do dude is what I meant to say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I will dude. Okay, English is hard. <laughs> so um, hard. Um, yeah. Anyway, man, thanks thanks so much for being on the podcast, and uh, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you guys. Yeah.